Welcome, friend. Yes, I know today is the last episode of season two, but don't worry. I'm going to give some sneak peeks of season three and some lovely suggestions for new books to be able to look forward to, some of which have been published recently and others you'll be able to look forward to as they're releasing soon. So settle yourself down by me, get that smoking hot cup of tea, and snuggle up for a bookish chat as we talk all things podcast and bookish. Hey friend, do you love the smell of books? Maybe you absolutely delight in the sound of a pen gliding across a page as you write. Hi, my name is Shira Rodriguez, and I am a Jesus follower, a writer, entrepreneur, and lover of all things boho and books. In this podcast, I want to take you on a journey of discovering yourself, discovering God and your passions, and how to make your life beautiful and so full that it overflows into the lives of others. And over here, we are not about compartmentalizing life. Oh no. Over here, we talk about holistically taking your life and presenting it as a place where others can be blessed just by knowing you. Are you excited? I am. So snag your favorite mug of tea or a pen and paper and let's jump in because you're listening to Her Reading Life Podcast. Hello, sweet listeners. How are you? It has been far, far too long since I've chatted with you all. Right now, I'm just grateful that I've been able to steal a quiet moment to share my heart with you all. And I've got to be completely honest here, I've been dreading this episode because I am saying goodbye to season two. <laughs> there, I've said it. I'm closing out season two with a very, not regretful, no, not really, a very nostalgic heart. I'm not sure if the words quite go together, but at least that's how it feels. Season two has been a blessing in an immeasurable way. I got to host my very first group call, which was delightful, meet one of my favorite authors, which was also incredible, met another fellow podcaster who has become a very, very dear friend, and even been able to support other fellow writer friends who are now starting their own podcasts. There is just so much to be grateful for in this season, and I could mention so much more. But for now, I just want to thank God for his incredible strength and grace and patience and guidance. For his strength that sustained me when I wanted to give up, when I cried with my knees curled up onto my chest and the tears fell in big blotches onto my knees of my jeans. For his grace that covered the many, many technical and sound mistakes and gave me favor with others and with you, my beautiful, faithful listeners whom I love so much. For his patience with my many questions and doubts, my back and forth walks by my dimpled, rippled lake in the cool afternoon, and the beautiful clarity he endowed every time. For his guidance through every step of the journey and his immeasurable faithfulness as I slipped my childish hand into his capacious, kind one the one that holds the wells of stars and bridges of galaxies. I want to thank my incredible, beautiful, stunning, better-than-anyone-could-ever-hope-for family for their continued and immeasurable support through this whole crazy process, their patience with scheduling interviews and passing the message like a game of telephone. She does recording. We've got to be quiet. (laughs) Their passion and their vigor. My dad's wonderful visionary mind, my mommy's patient listening ear, my sister's brilliant suggestions. I honestly don't know what I would do without them. 
And then, my dear sweet listeners, I cannot forget you. Thank you for always supporting and listening from all around the world. I feel so honored to get to know that my small words and thoughts and chats have blessed you in some way, even though I may never have met you in person. If I could meet you all in person, I assure you, I would want to hug you all. (laughs) Thank you for following me on this journey for so long and following this journey so long and for loving this podcast so, so very much. You all truly keep me going. I don't know what I'd do without you. You're the lifeblood of this podcast and your little messages and DMs do keep me going, truly. They, they mean the world, honestly, to me. Now, before you think I'm eulogizing this podcast at its funeral, I will have you know that part of the reason why it's been so hard to find time to record this episode is because I've been already prepping for season three. So yes, there will be a season three, God willing, and I'm so, so very excited for this new season, literally and figuratively, (laughs) that I'll be stepping into. I have so many ideas and so many guests I cannot wait for you to meet. I've already pre-recorded three episodes, which have been incredible, and yes, we will have more group discussion episodes. I may or may not also be starting a new sub-series or two, but for the record, I didn't say anything about this, okay? (laughs) We'll also dive more intensively in this season on how to strengthen your writing craft and style in practical ways, such as how to avoid cheesy and cliche Christian writing, learning the number one way to tighten your writing, and learning how to write a scintillating first line that grabs your reader's attention from the moment they pick up your book. We'll also dive more deeply into the lifestyle part of the writer's life, which honestly doesn't get talked about enough, in my opinion. How do you feel your creative well? How do you keep your mind open to new ideas? How do you know if an idea is good? When should you take a break? How should you take care of your mental and physical health as a writer? What does a writer's morning routine look like? Should you go to college for writing or not? All these are questions that I would have loved to hear someone answer years ago when I was a high school student facing the open gates of the future and the hazy path beyond. These are things that nobody really talks about and yet are so essential in the life of a young writer. And not even that, it's so essential for anyone who is becoming a young adult, period. I can't promise that I have all the answers, but I will do my best to guide you and hold your hand or hand you that cup of coffee and a little place to, you know, decompress. I just think that it's so crucial to know that you are not alone, never alone in this beautiful path of life. So that is why I am nostalgic about season two, but also ecstatic about season three. Season two has been very good to me and kind and grew me so much. And now season three, well, that's about to be something else entirely. (laughs) Also, if you have any specific ideas or requests that you'd like me to cover in this next season, by all means, please let me know. I love hearing your thoughts and ideas and treasure every one of them. You can write them in the question box below or email me at shiragrodriguez at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at shiragrodriguez. 
However, listeners, we are not done with this episode. And if you're anything like me, then you've been eyeing the time marker and realize that we still have a couple more minutes left, even though I'm talking like I'm about to end. And you're probably wondering what on earth I'm about to say next that could take so long. I wanted to leave you all with something fun and exciting to look forward to, besides season three, of course. And I've been so blessed to be a part of several launch teams lately for incredible and exciting books, some of which have already been published and a few that have yet to be. But I wanted to take some time quickly to share some of these new and exciting books with you so that you can have a list of good things, namely book things, to look forward to. Do you love browsing the lovely books at indie bookstores? I do too. They're so lovingly curated and decorated. It makes you want to curl up and read the whole afternoon. The one downside about indie bookstores is that it can sometimes be difficult to drive over and look for the book you want, especially when they don't have that particular book in stock. But friends, I have really exciting news. I've partnered with bookshop.org to curate a 2024 must-read guide just for you. I'm so thrilled and grateful to be working with them because each book you buy goes to support a local indie bookstore near you. And to make this even easier, I've created a list of all the books I recommended here that's available now on their website. This includes reader tags and even cleanness notes that I've added to help you find the book that is just right for you. Head over to the link in the show notes below to get a glorious new book now and support a local indie bookstore and this podcast. Have you ever looked at your piece of writing and thought, oh my goodness, this looked so much better in my head, but I have no idea how to make it feel and read the same way I felt when I imagined it. Or maybe you've been editing your work like crazy and your eyes are just so tired of staring at your work and you don't even know what to fix or how to make it better. Friend, I know exactly what it's like to be in that spot because not long ago, I was in that spot too. But a couple years ago, my dad and I found a delightful, practical, and inspiring way to find your own writing style and rapidly jumpstart your writing quality by leaps and bounds. And that's why I want to extend an exclusive invitation to you for you to be able to join me on a completely free 45-minute coaching call where I'll take a look at your writing and together we'll discuss how to make your writing style shine in a way that is authentic and unique to you and your story. We'll also talk about the characters and the plots that make you special and how to craft your own author brand and voice through your writing. I'll teach you how to discover and embrace the characteristics that make you distinctive while also sounding better than you could have ever thought possible. So if this is getting you all excited and so thrilled to be able to begin, head to the link in the show notes below or visit bio.site slash Shira J. Rodriguez. That's bio.site slash Shira J. Rodriguez to get a free coaching call with me. I'm so excited to meet you, friends. First up is the Voices of the Future Anthology, which the Author Conservatory Program, of which Naomi Sowell, Anna Rose Johnson, Ryan Elizabeth, and Christian Hassman are all a part of, published recently, I think in December. 
This is a beautiful collection of short stories all tied together by the thematic thread of family and belonging, whether through embracing a new sense of belonging and home after grief, or through finding that family extends beyond those of your own blood, or through taking ownership of your own flaws and realizing that they are exactly what makes you unique and beautiful, not a stranger. It's a kaleidoscope view of what it means to find hope and home through the lens of the sundry young authors included in this volume. There's just such beautiful short stories that I think you will all really, really enjoy. I may also have invited some of these authors onto a podcast episode for season three, so you may want to catch up on these stories before that episode releases. But again, for the record, I haven't breathed a word, okay? <laughs> uh, next up is Of Ashes by Anna Miriam Brown, and I was so honored to get the chance to beta read this novel in November. November was honestly quite a heavy beta reading month. <laughs> Anna has such a gift for writing stories that move your soul and open your heart to make space for compassion. It's a story about Ashra, a fiery and restless Jewish girl who has craved freedom for as long as she can remember. She used to feel it in the fields when her dearest friend, Matthias, would sing her songs and weave her fine crowns of wildflowers. But she's not a child anymore, and Matthias is gone. Now at 17, her father has arranged for her to marry Acro. Though beautiful and familiar, he is beginning to resemble the very man she longs to escape her own father. And just as the walls cave in, Ashra stumbles into a copper shop during a trip to the sea. As the coppersmith raises his face, her heart stills, for he looks very much like a boy she once knew, a boy who sang her songs in the field, a boy who made her wildflower crowns, a boy who was supposed to be gone. Of Ashes is a th theatrical novel and has the most incredible twin musical, Of Ashes. The musical, since Anna couldn't decide if she wanted to write a book or a musical, and so she ended up writing both. <laughs> you can find the full album on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and other listening platforms. It is absolutely spectacular, and I can't get enough of it. This biblical but imaginative story surrounds the woman caught in adultery from John 8 and the leper Jesus cleanses from Matthew 8. There is some mature content, so if you're a little bit sensitive to topics such as prostitution, adultery, religious abuse, domestic abuse, destruction of faith, attempted murder, and death, you may want to be aware of that before reading as this book is recommended for ages 16 and up. I found the musical a little bit lighter, so if this is an issue in particular for you, I would recommend that you listen to the musical because it is such a redemptive and beautiful story. It is an absolute pity to miss. You will love this story if you enjoyed The Chosen TV Show or Francine Rivers' Mark of the Lion series or Redeeming Love. Number three I have up for you out of six um, is Ignite by Kara Swanson. I was so honored to also be a part of Kara Swanson's Ignite cover reveal. I absolutely love, 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 love her debut novella, The Girl Who Could See, which I recommended in the episode before the last one. Uh, I think it's called 10 Plus Books You Must Read in 2024 and what I'm currently reading, part one. 
and she is now releasing her third novel with Enclave Publishing. Now, this one is a little bit of a wait though because the hardcover ebook and audiobook are releasing in August. However, the hardcover versions are currently available for pre-order. And since it's practically been everywhere since the title reveal some time ago, I thought it only apt to share a little bit about it here. The premise reads, In a frozen wasteland suffocating beneath a dying sun, Mara is a young phoenix raised by her father to explode at his command. She desperately follows his orders to protect their phoenix family from relentless human hunters. When she comes face to face with kind-hearted Eli, Mara begins to wonder if the humans aren't the monsters she's always feared, and perhaps her people aren't the victims she's been taught to believe. What if the greatest danger doesn't lie in the icy world outside, but in the truth of who she really is? I'm actually quite excited to listen to the audiobook version of this novel, and it will be so interesting to hear all the beautiful flame imagery and world building I'm hoping we'll get from this lovely novel. Speaking of fire and flame, my sweet friend Corinne Heckler also released a new allegorical fantasy short story into the world called Eye of the Storm, and this is our book number four. It follows the journey of a broken girl trapped in a storm of fiery ash who is driven by one mission to find the eye of the storm and the relief it promises. A battle between hope and darkness is waged as she must choose between fighting to survive and succumbing to the storm that continues to tear her apart. I am so excited to see Corinne's beautiful debut novel come into the world and breathe life into our bookshelves. I was so honored to be part of her cover reveal team, which was so delightful, and I cannot wait to see where this little story goes. It's releasing on March 23rd, but you can pre-order it on Amazon using the links in the show notes below. Number five is Anne of Avonlea by Hannah Beth. And this is another book that I'm so excited about. And it's written by my friend Hannah Beth. This is a delightful modern retelling of Anne of Green Gables and Anne of Avonlea. I love that Hannah retained the beautiful lightness and innocence of the original books. Because honestly, I've read other retellings that, in trying to be modern, have somehow lost that gentleness and old souledness. But this novel feels so authentic to the original series. It's warm and inviting and just piquant enough to make you experience Anne in a new and beautiful way. I love this so much. And honestly, I can't wait to see where the story goes. You can snag your own copy on Amazon on March 5th. I'm honestly so, so excited for this. A list of new and upcoming books that I'm excited about would be utterly incomplete without Anna Rose Johnson's newest novel, The Luminous Life of Lucy Landry. I am so excited about this book. It is sweet and charming, winsome and dramatic, imaginative and compelling in the best way possible. Lucy is a spirited French Ojibwe Indian who is sent to the stormy waters of Lake Superior to live with a mysterious family of lighthouse keepers, and she hopes to find the legendary necklace her father spent his life seeking. She has been frightened of the water ever since she lost her father at sea, but with no one else to care for her, she's sent to foster with the Martins, a large Anishinaabe family living on the lighthouse in the middle of stormy Lake Superior. The Martin family is big, hardworking, and close, and Lucy, who has always been a dreamer, struggles to fit in. Can she go one day without ruining the laundry or forgetting sweeping? 
And will she ever be less afraid of the lake? I had the immense privilege of reading the ARC copy of this beautiful, beautiful book. And what a dear, sweet, wonderful book it is. I related to Lucy's struggles with her living in her imagination and at the same time trying to live in the real world so, so much. Too much, really, honestly. (laughs) And her beautiful desire to belong and be wanted and loved and to love fully, imaginatively and daringly. She's such a precious character who will sweep up your heart and your soul in a heartbeat. I love the delightful, rambunctious Martins that she comes to live with. Patient Mr. Martin, kind Mrs. Martin, responsible Maureen, daring Ansel, tender-hearted Forrest. They teach Lucy that there is nothing so dramatic and storybook-like as to face your fears and weather your storms with the light of love. This book is currently available for pre-order, and I'm so excited for this book to release also on March 5th. So there is a lot of book stuff going on on March 5th for me. I hope, friends, that one of these books has piqued your interest and set you on a reading ramble and rabbit hole. Definitely let me know which ones you want to read and how you like them. I always love hearing from you all. And don't forget to write and tell me of any topics or ideas that you would like to see on the podcast. I treasure all your comments and thoughts so, so much. And I love you all so dearly. As always, gentle listeners, until next time, or the next season anyway, (laughs) continue to live, give, and repeat. Yay! You did it! I'm giving you a lovely big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of Her Reading Life podcast. If you'd like to access all the wonderful links I mentioned in this episode, visit my website at bio.site slash Shira J. Rodriguez. That's bio.site slash Shira J. Rodriguez. There you can access my blog posts, resources, and so much more. Also, check out my Instagram page for more inspirational content. And join my email list for insider secrets and exclusive updates on special events. The links are in the description box below. Also, if you could take a minute and leave a review for this podcast, that would be amazing. We're able to reach so many more people because of your reviews and ratings. I can't wait to chat with you next time, friends. Keep living, giving, and repeating.